Lois Chaza came from Zimbabwe 13 years ago and was a domestic worker for seven of those 13 years. Her former domestic employers, the Branken family, explored with her how to pay a living wage. They couldn't sustain it, but they made sure to get her to an environment that could. She got introduced to Jonathan Robinson, their family friend, who's the founder of Being There Coffee Company. He was already in talks with Nigel Branken about implementing a living wage for his staff. He did, and Lois was given a job. And for the year that she's been there, she's been receiving a living wage. So we've heard the mechanics behind implementing a living wage from Jonathan. Now let's hear what impact it can have on someone's life when this change to one's livelihood is made. Welcome to the Made Sessions on CliffCentral.com. Lois, thanks so much for coming. You're welcome. (laughs) So just take us through briefly all the different jobs that you had since you came to South Africa. At first, in 2004, I was running a small shop there by Methodist entrance. Mm. I was selling like traditional clothes, Zulu, Tosa, Amandevele, mm. and we run, we run, we run, we run. And later on, the bishop decides uh, that we must pay something. And you know, if you sell, you can pay. If you don't sell, there is no money to pay. So, so is that what made you stop? Yeah, that, that, okay. that is the reason. So then what did you move on to? From there, I was a housewife just sitting at home, breastfeeding my daughter. I think she was like some months old. And after that, I went to Zimbabwe for four months looking for a place for my son to go for boarding school Mm. for grade five. So what did you come to South Africa for? Just for living. Okay, so to find better opportunities. Did you study? Here in South Africa. Um, just any qualifications did you, whether in Zim or here? Yeah, in did Zimbabwe. You, yeah. I started up to O level, which mm-hmm. is, I think it's matrix here in South Africa. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And any college education as well? Uh, I went to a college and studied cutting and designing. Fashion. Fashion and fabrics. Mm, okay. Yeah. So, so did you study that in Zimbabwe? I started there in Zimbabwe. Okay, so when you came here, did you then expect to find a job in fashion? Yeah, was I that was the intention? That, but so the clothes that you were selling at the Methodist Church was that your designs? It was my husband's designs. Your husband designs as well. Mm. Oh, nice. Okay, mm. <laughs> that's great. Okay, so they were all original pieces. Yeah, original pieces. That's he was incredible. doing the designs, and I was taking the measurements. Mm-hmm. The customers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so so it just you weren't able to sustain it. Yeah. But when you actually it's came here, you somewhat started mm-hmm. with the job that you actually studied to do. Yeah. 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 Okay, great. So then, when that didn't work out, what did you move on to? After that, beginning of two thousand and seven, my sister was working at the coffee shop in Midrand. Mm. So there was a space there. Then she called me to. Go and work there. Okay, as a? As a barista waitress. And how long did that last? Before getting a salary there, I trained for a month without a pay, mm. only transport. Mm-hmm. Then I qualify. Mm. 
Okay. And was was this job as a barista and waitress, was this paying you more than what you were getting paid to sell clothing? Uh, you know, if it's a monthly something mm. and a daily, you know, by selling, mm. I was getting daily cash. Yeah. And this one was a monthly or weekly something. So I think for me, I saw like a weekly was better than a daily. Mm-hmm. Because this one for daily, you can get it today and finish tomorrow. Mm. Then you don't see the profit or because the money is already gone. And at this stage, was your husband also working? Or whilst you were getting these different jobs, was your husband also working? He was working in Auckland. Okay. And with any of those jobs, could you afford to be the the sole um, earner? Or did you have to have your husband and you working? At first, we tried. To just be one person working? Yeah. So who was it? Was it first just your husband? My husband. Okay. Then me, I was trying to do this sewing. Mm. And you know, with a baby, yeah, it was not easy for me. And what does your husband do? He was an artist. What does that mean? <laughs> so we know he's a fashion designer. <laughs> yeah. And what other arts does he do? Painting? Painting. Okay. And it was, I think... It's under graphics. Graphic designer. Mm. Oh, yeah. great. Okay. Yeah. And was that, was, were those jobs, is he also Zimbabwean? He's a Zimbabwean. So were those jobs easy to find when he got here? It was not easy. Okay. If he first got uh, someone, mm. then he was working for that someone for, I think, two, three months. But for this first two months, he was not getting paid. Okay. So he was going and going and going, but hmm. then he decided to advertise himself hmm. down there at Kemiso, hmm. where these artists bought their chemicals for printing and okay. that's where he got his job. And during those months when he wasn't getting paid or, you know, the months where you don't get paid... Did you have savings? Were you living off savings during those moments when there wasn't any payment coming in? We were not together. He left me in Zimbabwe. Then he came here first. Okay. So how was he surviving? It was not easy. He was living with his brother. Okay. And his brother was feeding him. So you were then a waitress and barista and you said that lasted how long? Uh, I was full-time for four years. Four years? Monday to Sunday. Okay. And why did you leave that job? I didn't leave. There was a problem in this other family. Ah. The father of this family was very sick. Okay. Then we were like four waitresses Mm -hmm. there at the coffee shop. It was under the church. And it was... The the Methodist church? Uh Ah. Oh, another church. Okay. Mid-rent. Okay. It was covenant. Mm. So, the church is what, according to what they told me, uh, we were four ladies. So, they prayed for a week to choose one person to go and work for this family. And they choose me. Okay. 
Yeah. After they choose me, they called me that Lois. We choose you. We didn't choose you. We pray and God choose you to go and minister to this family and the church will pay you. That's how I live. So what does that mean to be a preacher? That... No, to look after them. Oh, to look after them. Mm -hmm. Okay. As a as a kind of nurse or not as kind of nurse. To help them cleaning. So as a domestic worker. Yeah. Okay. But to me they didn't say you go and do this job as a domestic worker. Okay. They Interesting. Said, okay. Mm. We are sending you to go and minister hmm. that family. That's what God wants you to do. So did you feel like it was a calling? <sighs> it was tough for me. Mm. But after they told me, I think it was a calling. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So that was your first family that you, you were employed as? As domestic as worker. As a domestic worker. That and how, how long were you there for? With this family, yeah. seven years. Okay. Yeah. So have... so. Was that the only family you've ever been a domestic worker for? That is the only family. And during this time, were you trying to still sell clothes or design clothes, you know, because it's your, it's your trade? Uh, there was no time for that. Because Monday to Friday, I was doing ministry mm. to this family. Mm. Saturday and Sunday, I was at the coffee shop. Mm -hmm. So, okay. What was your, I mean, in, in what sort of bracket was your earnings when you first started out as a domestic worker? My first breaker was around 2000. Okay. And would you say that was um, enough to be able to get by with, you know, your monthly expenses? It was not enough. But this 2000, they aid like 400 mm. for transport so that I don't take it from this 2000. Okay. So 400 was separate for transport, but it was not enough. And at that time, was your husband earning more? He was earning less. Less? But more than me. What does that mean? Uh, he was like... Oh, he was earning less than he used to before. No. He was earning more than me, but less for living and left with no change. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. So, so, but your money, your money put together. Yeah. Um, was that, did that feel like enough? was not enough. So what were some of the things that you would um, sacrifice in order to make your money last every month? Some of the things. We have to look for cheap things hmm. so that we can buy cheap like food and clothes. We'll buy for cheap. Or else if there's a sale hmm. you run for <laughs> a sale. So you plan in line with when the sale comes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, with this less money, let me tell you something. I didn't know that buying cheap things sometimes can affect something mm -hmm. in your living. So, 
like me and my family, we used to buy like cheap toothbrush, like free rent oh. and toothpaste so that we can brush our teeth and go. Not knowing that maybe this is not good for us or this is not good for our health. Mm-hmm. Especially most of the people, they don't know that buying the cheap toothbrush. So one day my daughter was very sick. She didn't sleep with toothache. Mm. Then I wake up early in the morning, go to the hospital. Then the dentist say, no, it's four of them. So I need to pull them. What, they out. were rotten? They were rotten. Oh, wow. And so, mm. so I was crying looking at my daughter, four tooth. How old was she at the time? She was uh, three, around three, four years. Mm-hmm. Then the dentist said, no, I'm going to pull this tooth out. Then she booked me for next week. Then she said, okay, next week I want you to bring me a toothbrush, which is she using to brush your teeth and colgate. Then I went to my work. And my boss asked me, wow, what is the problem? So, so this was him. your employer now mm. as a domestic worker? Yeah. Okay. Then mm-hmm. I told him the problem. Then the day I was booked, I took my daughter and they pulled two. Mm. And then they skipped two weeks and booked me again. So, so you did you take the toothbrush to the dentist? Yeah, I did. And what did the dentist say about uh, the toothbrush? She was a lady. (laughs) (laughs) As in she was kind about it. (laughs) Was she polite? She was polite. (laughs) And by the time she looked at that toothbrush, she said, oh, my God. And then how much does an expense like that cost, you know, to go to the dentist, to have the dentist pull the teeth out? What does something like that cost? Uh, You know, it with us, we go for, or we go to public uh, things. It was for free. Okay. She didn't charge me anything. Yeah, but she was not happy about the toothbrush I was using for the baby. You say the money wasn't enough. Yeah. Was it not enough for you, your husband, and your daughter and your son? A daughter and a son. Okay, yeah. so it wasn't enough for the four of you. Yeah. Do you have extended family as well that you... Send money to or that you support? There is. How many from your side and how many from your husband's side? uh, My mother and my Mm in-laws. Okay. So it's already not enough for you and you still have to send money? Yeah. And about how much of your salary at that time of your earnings were you giving to your in-laws? It was very little. Okay. We used to deduct from my salary 200, mm-hmm. from my husband 200. Okay. Mm-hmm. And are all of them in Zimbabwe still? They are all in Zimbabwe. So, okay, so you, you get 400 out of the way. Yeah. Around how much was your husband earning at the time? He was earning around three. Okay, so you have five a month. Yeah, five a month. For the four of you. And you're getting 400 to family yeah. so you've got about 4.6 
that you're then using on the family. Okay. Yes. Were your children or, or was your son at school at the time? He was at school. Okay. He was in grade three and the next year grade four. So I moved him from here to Zimbabwe when he was in grade five. So he's there now? He's here now. He's here now. How old is he now? He's 21 now. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So this is... Okay. He's now 21. Okay. <laughs> and how was how was paying for education? Was that affordable? We are in South Africa. Mm. It was affordable. Mm. Okay. I was paying like 250 per month okay. to 300. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you said you send money to your to your parents. No. Does anyone else support you? So you're supporting other people, but do other family members support you? Do you have any other family mem- members that can support you? No, there's nobody. Okay. Are you are you that family <laughs> that handles all the crises? I am. <laughs> we are that family. Mm, okay. So family. if any extended family has issues, you're the ones that... Yeah, that that help. Yes, especially from my in-laws. So at the moment, are uh, your husband and you still the breadwinners? I can say so. So, um, yeah, like how how would you? So when you you spoke about the the different sacrifices you'd need to make, can you tell me how you would split money up? You know, so. Um, like we know how how we don't like it when debit orders go off <laughs> because like it takes so much of your money before you've even touched it, you know. So were there th- certain things that would go straight away, you know, whether it's to school fees or to, I don't know, if if you had medical bills or if you had some insurance or whatever it is. Um, how would you divide up the money that you were getting at the time? Like rent. Mm. By that time. My husband's boss used to deduct it from his salary before he... Immediately. Yeah. Okay. Then pay rent, give him the change. So this was from the two, from the 3,000? Mm, yeah. They would then cut the rent? Yes. Which was how much? Which was 750 those S- years. 750. Mm. Okay, so, so that would be gone. The 400 would be gone. Mm. <laughs> and then, so that would leave you with... Around three point seven ish, right? Yeah, roughly around there. Um, or four point four point seven ish, three point seven. My maths is terrible, but <laughs> okay. So so that would go. Um, so on average, you would get um, medical visits for free. Yeah. Um, but if it's urgent, we used to pay like two hundred and fifty per visit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Doctors. Okay. Have you ever needed to go for an operation or or any of your family members? No operations. So, so okay. So it goes to rent. It goes to f- extended family. It goes to school fees, and then food. Food. About how much would that be a month? Hey, is food really expensive? Yeah. Food is Where's expensive. the best place to buy affordable food? There is no best place. Really? Are they all roughly around the same prices? Yes, they are all. And warehouses? Buying in bulk? <laughs> in bulk? Mm. 
can pay, but on average, it's just very expensive. Yeah. So, what for you looks like a financial crisis? Like, have you ever been in a financial crisis where you really, really needed money and you just didn't have? Um, did you have any of those moments? Okay. There was a time that uh, I was supposed to pay rent. Then there was a mistake somewhere, somehow. Um, somebody paid his or her rent into my rent account. So I thought, oh, somebody blessed me. <laughs> Yo. I even told my husband that oh, this month we are safe. Mm. Somebody paid our rent. But that somebody is nowhere to be found. I checked everywhere. I checked to my friends. Nobody paid for me. Money. So I thought, ah, oh, maybe someone blessed me. Then I misused the money. And oh. take the money which I was supposed to pay rent. And put towards my son's school fees. Mm -hmm. Thought maybe rent is covered. Mm. Then, after a month, I saw my rent slip saying... Unpaid. Unpaid 2999 oh, wow. And I said, why? But I paid. Then I ignored that month. <gasps> the following month, yo... <laughs> it was my rent, my monthly rent, hmm. plus that two thousand and two thousand nine hundred ninety nine hmm. plus <laughs> oh. their charges. Oh wow! For you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is hectic. <laughs> Yo, so ish. So, what did you do? How did you make up the money to pay all of that? I went to the office and. Asked them to explain to me what is going on. Said, no, you are owing. Hmm. If you think like somebody paid for your rent, give us the receipts. There was no receipt. Hmm. No one to contact who paid my rent. So, ah. <laughs> they said to me, hey, hey, we need this now. Otherwise, we are going to cut it, to cut your electricity. Wow. Because you ignored this for two months. You didn't come to the offices. Mm. So well, the amount was what, almost 4000 right? Yes. Okay. So how did you come up with that money? I went to my work and I was crying. Oh, wow. To Sarah Robinson. So, so this has been there. Yes. Jonathan Robinson, the CEO's sister. sister. Yes. The sister, okay. said, what's wrong? I, I explained my story. I said, no, 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 no. Don't worry. I'm going to pay it now. Do you have the account? I said, the account is... This is what is Sarah here. said? Yeah. Okay. I said, the account is here. Then she covered all my expense. So, every month, loan. <laughs> That's where my loan starts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you were paying it back. 
Okay. Yeah, but <laughs> have you finished paying it up? <laughs> this month. Oh, nice. Well done. This Congratulations. Month. You're loan free. <laughs> yeah, now I'm loan free. <laughs> okay. Okay. So that's very interesting because you are in an environment that is quite open to helping you with your debt. Yes. What yeah, would you have yeah. done if you weren't in that environment? Yo, I was going to live in the streets. Wow. Because those people... So they wanted the full amount immediately. It's not that they were going to let you pay bit by bit. No, they said there's nothing like that because you ignored this for two months. You didn't come to us Mm. and ask what is going on. You just keep quiet at your place. Now you decide to come at the third month. Mm. No negotiations. We are going to cut electricity. (sighs) Please... Let me go to my work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then I, I found Sarah. So that's a, that's an ex, a, an example where you didn't necessarily have family members you could call to help you. Mm. You were you were alone. So if alone. if you didn't have that job or you weren't in that environment, you wouldn't know who else to call. Nobody else to call. Wow. Okay. So roughly now, around what what um, earning bracket are you in with this new job? So so you're in. You've been working for being there for yeah. a year now. For a year now. Okay. And this yes. is literally just after you were a domestic worker. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. And as we mentioned in the previous um, show, uh, we had Jonathan here and he, he discussed with us how he put every one of his employees on a living wage. So at the moment, what is your earning bracket roughly? Before? No, now. Now. Mm. It's uh, between... 5,000 to 5.5. Great. Okay. So that's a significant jump from the two. Hmm. I mean, it it gets you at uh, around the place where, where you were before, where it was your husband and you, your, your husband's money and your money put together. Before that, to that side of domestic worker, Mm -hmm. after the dentist say, can I please see, this toothbrush we are using. Mm. I went back to my boss. Mm. My boss asked me, what is the problem or what? Then he, he sit down with me and take my payslip and my husband's payslip mm. together and see how much are we earning per month as a family. Mm. Then after that, he sit down with this pen and paper draft how much did you spend for you start from salt salt yes how much <laughs> did you spend for salt wow. per month milk bread meat rent school fees and hospitals mm-hmm. he draft everything on a sheet of paper you know what he did? Mm. He first he paid me my salary, okay. After paying my salary, he took me to the shops. He bought me groceries for two thousand and something. Hmm. Which is your whole salary. Which is my whole salary. But he paid me my full salary. Wow. And take me to the shops using his and bought me 
groceries for two months, for, for 2,000 rand. Mm. Then next month he did the same thing. Don't mind that he paid me. He took me again to the shops, spent again two <laughs> point groceries. The third month, same thing. Mm. Said, no, I want you to eat. I want you to live. I want you to eat healthy. That's where he started paying me like a living wage. Mm -hmm. So from two, he raised up to five mm -hmm. point. Mm -hmm. He even visit me. He wants to make sure he knows where I live. How big the room I'm paying rent is. Just leave his family or bring his family to a room where I was staying. Just to see how I live. Mm. We make breakfast, we make lunch together, we eat together in that one room. One room. <laughs> see? Wow. Where were you living at the time? In Jobek Central. Okay. That's where he started to pay me living wage. Mm -hmm. He said, I want you to live. With this money, you can't live. So I want you to live. So you moved for, from one living one place that pays a living wage to another place that pays a living wage yes that's incredible yes where i am working now i'm a bit less than where i was working as a domestic worker that's funny <laughs> <laughs> funny and uh, interesting <laughs> wow okay okay that's interesting yeah but <laughs> but yes. but do you, do you find that it's still a decent amount yes okay yes. So it's it's not it's not too low that it's, it's not that too you're low. uncomfortable. It's not too low. Okay. Yeah. And it's not too low. And now do you find that you are able to afford the things you need to be able to afford? Or are there still struggles? There's still struggles. Is your is your husband still working and earning? He is working and earning. Mm hmm Yeah. And all together now roughly around how much <laughs> <laughs> is it reaching? <laughs> I am inquisitive. Huh? I am inquisitive. <laughs> uh, around 12. Okay. Okay. Mm. Um, so in what areas do you feel like you still have to make some sacrifices? School fees. Mm -hmm. Because right now there's some challenges my son now is not in high school. Mm. He is now studying with UNISA. Uh -huh. So, so you're dealing with university fees. I'm dealing with university fees. Okay. Mm. And then, in terms of accessing funding, like the NASFAS fund, um, have you gone through that channel, or are you paying it? Are you paying for it yourselves? Paying what? Are you paying for university yourself or yeah. have you gotten a scholarship or a fund? No funds. Funds. No funds. No funds. No scholarships. So you are paying for it yourself? I'm paying for it. Okay. Mm. Monthly. Monthly. And what kind of, um, what is it, uh, registration fees did they ask for? Um, just registration fee. Uh, is not like full time. Mm. Because full time I can't afford it. Is he working? He's not working. 
Okay. Yeah. Would you want him to work? I do. <laughs> to partly be able to pay for himself as well? I do. So the registration was how much? Uh, it's around two to three, just registration fee, thousand. Uh-huh. Yeah. And monthly? I'm not paying monthly. Oh, okay. How does it work? Uh, it's like per term. Per term. Okay. How much is it per term? Per term, it's like... It's roughly seven to eight thousand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So then, do you save up monthly in order to get that amount at the end of the term? Yeah, I do save per month. Okay. Around how much are you able to put aside per month, the both of you? Hey, it's difficult. Mm. You know, when it's registration, we just sacrifice to take from one salary and pay oh, I without see. saving. Okay. Um, would you be able to pay for his university fees without your living wage? I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. It's difficult. Hmm. But I think with this paying, with this living wage, yeah, I can. Hmm. And how much do you have access as foreigners? What is your residential status? It's a work permit. Work permit. Both yeah. you and your husband? Yes. Okay. And would you be able to access funds like the NASFIS fund um, as foreigners? We never tried that. Okay. But, yes. but, but would you be able to? Like, are you able to? Like, are you legally able to? I don't know with this I'm work permit. Sure. So, so would you say that in a lot of ways having a living wage has really allowed you to... To be able to put your your son through a tertiary education, yeah, I thank God for that mm. because these bosses they understand even if you can't afford you go to them and get a loan, yeah, then you cover what you are facing, then pay them little little do you pay it with interest hey, you know with where I am now, it's only. One percent interest. Oh, wow. <laughs> you have found something yeah, good. Yeah, one percent <laughs> That is <interest>. incredible. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think I might go work there <laughs> after we're done here. Uh, you better apply for. <laughs> <laughs> and have your spending habits changed um, since you started earning a living wage while you were in a, a domestic worker and you started living a and you started earning a living wage Did your living expenses start changing? Did you buy different food? Did you buy different toothbrushes? You know with this boss I was working as a domestic worker He taught me how to buy things Like toothbrush that He I was buying <laughs> toothbrush every <laughs> month <laughs> Those expensive toothbrush <laughs> So that we can last with them okay. So as from there I know how to buy things. Sometimes I reduce buying cheap stuff. I go for something better. But it'll last longer. Yeah. Okay. It'll last longer. That's a very good point. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. But I mean, you can't do that with food, right? Because food doesn't last. <laughs> so there's certain things that still don't really last. So, so how do you, how do you approach food now? You can do with some of food, like sugar, mm. and some of the things you can do. 
Okay. Yeah. So do you try to buy things that last much longer? I try to do that. In general? Yeah. Okay. And then when it comes to things like medical bills, do you still go to clinics? We do go to the clinics, sometimes to the doctors. If it's urgent, you mm. go to the doctor. Because when you get sick at night, you can't wait for the clinic to open. Mm. Maybe it's serious. So we go to the doctor immediately. And you're able to afford it? You force. Sometimes you force. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. You cut bread. If you eat like two loaves per day, yeah. that week you eat a loaf per day. Mm-hmm. So now, so now that you have a very good loan, loan shark, <laughs> loan deal, um, before that, where did you used to get loans before you, you came to this job at being their coffee company? Uh, when I was a domestic worker, hmm. if I go, like, went for crisis, I used to cry to my boss. That boss, he used to put me first. Mm. Me and my family first before his family. So you have just been in really nice environments with really good people. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. yes. But it's not the case for everyone. It's not the case for everyone. And have you seen any, any other women like you around you who might also have been domestic workers or are domestic workers that might have found themselves in very difficult situations and they didn't have a nice boss to help them out? Yeah, most of the most of domestic workers they used to cry like hey like let me say like month end when mm. you get your salary out of their salary that's where they get their transport money food everything but as for me when I was a domestic worker there was Money like aside for that. Money aside for transport. Transport aside. Mm. Then this salary thing aside. Mm. So some of the bosses, they mix. So you could see the difference between how you were earning and how others were earning. Yes, there is big difference. Wow. And when it comes to these other domestic workers, their bosses are very good at paying them bonus. They know that December, the pocket <laughs> is full. Mm. When she's getting like 2500 per month, December, she knows that 5000 is coming and grows on top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's what was your bonus? <laughs> your bonus deal? Because you were already li- earning a living wage. Yeah. So would they double that? Would they double that living wage and give you a bonus? How, how would they work the bonus out? Well, you're getting rich in December. (laughs) (laughs) With this boss, when I was a domestic worker, yeah, there was like Mm -hmm. bonus Mm -hmm. (laughs) times two. But where I am now, you know, it's only a year. Like uh, December, they gave us. Christmas box, Christmas money. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> In February, first week of February, or I can't remember, it's a year only. 
that's where we get our bonus. <laughs> so do you feel now like you do you do have time for things like you know fashion design if you were still interested in doing it? I can't see any corner. And I'm not even dreaming of that anymore. Oh, okay. I even sell the machine. <laughs> so you've moved on <laughs> because you've had great people you've worked for. Yeah. Okay. I've moved on. Okay. No stress about thinking what material to buy, mm. what design to design. Mm. Mm. So now that a living wage has allowed you to put your son through university, which is, he he's in which year now? With this course he is doing, it's his first year. Okay, what is he? What is he studying? Psychology. Ooh, I wanted to be a psychologist. It's a good job. It's a good choice. <laughs> <laughs> but now that he's now that he's doing this, do you feel like you can dream bigger? You know, like you. Do you feel like, you know, can you imagine him now being a psychologist or a doctor, and you know, you being able to to give him a really, really good fighting chance at having a good life, earning a lot, you know, building a really nice life for himself. That's what I'm trying to do. Uh, I'm struggling so that he can do his studies and live better than what I am. Mm. And I don't want him to be a gardener or a domestic worker like Mm -hmm. me. Mm. I'm trying to change his life so that he can live better. Mm. Not to look after me. No, some parents, they do that. They put (coughs) their kids to school and tell them, Hey, (laughs) when you finish school, I want you to look after me. No, I want him to look after himself Mm. and his family. That is truly a mother's love, a parent's love, I guess. Yeah, or yeah, like really sincere love towards another human being. That's really amazing. I'm surprised you didn't want to be an artist, since you know your husband's an artist and you have an artistic streak as well. <laughs> Not no <clears throat> no interest. No, but my daughter, I can see. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. What 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 is she good at? Painting as well. Painting, she loves drawing, and sometimes you can see her cutting some clothes, some pieces <laughs> of material with the needle and thread, trying to join them mm. together and make like dresses, skirts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's beautiful! Yeah, <laughs> so, so if, <clears throat> if another family out there is listening. And they've maybe heard of the idea of a living wage, but aren't necessarily sure where to start or how to start. What kind of advice can you give them? Another family. Hmm. Me, what I can say to all the workers is to tell them to work hard, to be honest. If we are honest at work, if we are a hard worker, I think... Your boss can see that, oh, you deserve. But what if you do work hard and you are honest and it still doesn't come? How do you, how, how can, how can someone start that conversation with their boss? 
I think it's not easy for me as a worker to start that conversation. Mm. It's easy for the boss to start that conversation with me by saying, how are you? Mm. How are you feeling? How are things at home? Mm-hmm. Yeah, then we can start that channel together. Mm. Yeah. But I mean, you, you had that crisis where your daughter was losing her teeth. Mm. And so you spoke to your, your employers mm. and then they saw, okay, something's wrong. Mm. Right. And mm. then, and then they asked you more questions mm. and then they found out more things. They did the list with you, mm. bought the groceries and so on. Right. Mm. What if, um, it's a, it's a domestic worker that isn't isn't sharing that information with her employers how does the conversation start do you think employees should just ask and just see see what the answer what the answers are i think it's in between me and my employer starting to greet each other if you greet each other you see ah okay today Lois is not looking good. She's not happy. Mm. Then we start from there. Mm. Yeah. So it's really being aware of of each other. Yeah. Knowing knowing each other enough to know when something is wrong. Yeah. Knowing each other better because even you with your colleague, they know you that ah. If they see you down, they know that there is something wrong. Mm. Then the conversation will start from there. Mm. Then you just bumping and said, ah, today my day is like, ah, ah." (laughs) you don't start like that. And when you earned a living wage, did you ever feel like you don't have to work as hard because you're earning good anyway? (laughs) I feel like I have to work more harder. Okay. Yeah. Because. To really prove that you deserve it. Yeah. You know, if you are happy, mm. yeah, you feel that, ah, no, I have to work hard mm. to please my boss. Mm. I'm so glad you have had good experiences. I'm very glad. I mean, it's it's um, it's unfortunate that not many more women have experiences like this, but I hope it certainly... Yeah, I hope I hope it's a lot more than the bad stories. Um so I'm yeah, I'm really happy <laughs> for where you are. Um and I'm happy with your loan agreement that I also want <laughs> of one percent. <laughs> Can't believe it. There's no place in the world that's no, it's one percent. <laughs> <laughs> that is so incredible. <laughs> No, but I, I'm really happy that, that you've been in the right place and at the right time with the right heart to receive. And I really wish incredible success to your son. And I wish incredible success to your daughter as well. <laughs> She'll become an artist. And, um, and I, yeah, I also wish you more goodness because you're very deserving. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Yeah. Thank and you. for taking us through through your timeline um, and do you miss home? Do you miss them? Zim, I do a lot but yeah 
it's not easy for me to take my bag and say no i'm going home yeah and live there mm. especially these days there's nothing was there ever a plan to go back when things are better but now i can't see myself going back mm. so I for can't. now this is home this is home okay this is where i call my home <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad your home has treated you well. Sure. Yeah, my home is trying. Yeah. <laughs> your home is trying. I love. <laughs> Thanks so much, Lois. You've been incredible. And for our viewers, um, or our listeners rather, please make sure to follow our Twitter page at made underscore labs. That's M-A-D-E underscore L-A-B-S, as well as our Facebook page, made.labs. Have a really good afternoon. Thanks so much, Lois, for coming. And <laughs> you can say bye in the <laughs> welcome bye. <laughs> See you again very soon. Bye. Cliff Central. The revolution. I've got something important to tell you. Cliffcentral.com.